What's up, everyone? Welcome to my corner of the internet. I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and this is Crossover Commerce, presented by Ping Pong Payments, the leading global payments provider helping sellers keep more of their hard-earned money. Each episode on here will feature leaders in the digital space to help entrepreneurs grow their knowledge and understanding of the Amazon and e-commerce world. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and welcome to episode 65 of Crossover Commerce presented by Ping Pong Payments. Ping Pong provides marketplace sellers and entrepreneurs global solutions for controlling their domestic and international funds. An account with Ping Pong enables companies to significantly reduce their costs when receiving or making international payments all in one platform to increase operational efficiencies. For more information about Ping Pong, go ahead and check out that link below that I said where you can save at least 25% on your international FX. That's guaranteed by Ping Pong. So go ahead and check us out, learn more information, sign up for free today. But if you are here today, we're not talking about ping pong. We're talking about our guests today. If you happen to be watching us live, thanks for joining us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or Twitter. Or if you're listening to this via download later on, uh, you're joining us on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, truly wherever you can download a podcast. Uh, so do me a favor real quick. Go ahead and follow, like, and share our guests today where you can find them in the show notes and also ping pong payments on social media. Uh, you can just search for ping pong payments or you can search for Ryan Kramer. I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, as well as uh, not YouTube on Facebook. So go ahead and follow or um, follow or like those channels so they can be notified of different times we go live. I go live about four to five times per week, which is crazy to think that there's so many people in the space that I'm connected to that will be willing to share their information. But that being said, I'm blessed to be able to share that information and those people with you on this show. Uh, so go ahead and make sure you like and get notified when those uh, when we do go live. You don't want to miss a single episode. Um, but if you are watching this live, go ahead and tell us what you think about uh, the show in the comments below. If you're watching this on Team Replay, go ahead and go ahead and tag uh, myself or our guest on social media and let us know what you think as well so we can look at it at a later time. But if you can't catch this live, again, go ahead and uh, download it on our podcast channels as well. But about our guest today, it's not just about me. I'm just the host of the show. I'm just here to learn just like the rest of you about our guest today. They are with the Amazing Escape Plan. That is their business. They, uh, Our guests are a husband and wife tandem that operate multiple e-commerce businesses together as a team and share their marketing knowledge to help fellow entrepreneurs generate more profit online. Again, teamwork makes a dream work. I'm really excited to hear this team make their dream work through e-commerce like the like the saying goes but welcome to the show uh sumner and ali hobart guys welcome hey thanks for the intro great to be here yeah thanks guys and i had to ask you guys where you were located because you're constantly traveling the world like you said just kind of making e-commerce work for you and your business so why don't you kind of give us a quick background where you're located where you guys are you know happen to be this month this week where, where, however often you guys are traveling when you can uh give us some background on what you guys are doing right now yeah, you go ahead. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're Sumner Alley Hobart, uh, full-time Amazon sellers and e-commerce entrepreneurs, constantly testing basically different passive income ideas to see if they actually hold up, how well they work, um, and how well they can actually fund uh, our lifestyle. So right now we are in uh, Mexico. We our plan right now is travel as much as possible before we have kids. So that's just kind of the overview. So we've been in kind of Turkey, Costa Rica, Brazil, uh, parts of South Europe. Uh, and they have a lot more destinations, which obviously right now, a little bit more difficult to travel. So it's been a little bit, um, 
kind of limited. But uh, on one end, right, we, we really love traveling. We really enjoy it. So that's why we're doing it. But also, what, and maybe we can kind of dive into a little bit more about this. Another big reason that we travel is because we can actually keep our, our kind of personal living expenses and even certain business expenses at or below our previous expenses living in the United States, which is where we are previously located um, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Even, so, even with flight tickets and other things because of the yeah. cost. So not just, you know, for enjoyment reasons, which obviously uh, that's a, that's that's a, a plus. Price, <laughs> it's also a business decision as well, which I think a lot of um, Amazon sellers and kind of e-commerce entrepreneurs don't really necessarily consider. Yeah. And what I, I, I actually personally know a lot of like, quote unquote, digital nomads, which obviously if you have internet, you have a laptop, you have everything you need to either record or to watch uh, or see what your business is doing. And you can connect with the proper business entities. You can do this anywhere in the world. Theoretically, is that is that kind of what you guys are like? Why are we doing this in Cincinnati, Ohio? Exactly. As much as I love the Midwest, I live in the Midwest. I yeah. in, in uh, the United States. I love my wife doesn't like Cincinnati, and that's a separate story. That's because she keeps breaking down on the bridge going from you know Kentucky to uh, Ohio. But that's a yep. different story. Um, <laughs> but uh, anywhere in the world, that's fantastic. So, like, why? Where? Maybe what led you guys to that decision? It's you said before family. Is it just like, hey, let's go? As simple yeah. as that. Many things. Yeah, many things. I, if I don't if I don't control myself, I'm going to dominate the conversation. So maybe I'll let. No, yeah, yeah. However, you guys want to do this. I don't want to make any like arguments or anything. But this is the first two on one. So let's uh let's uh, oh, make okay. sure that yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll make sure. Maybe I'll point out one to the other. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just say some things on top of my head, and you can add on, of course. Uh, okay. So a few reasons. First, so I'm originally from Brazil, and then I moved to the U.S. for college, and that's where we met. Um, so, and I, and I lived a little bit in Bolivia and I've always liked traveling and Sumner as well. He, he moved all over from his family. His dad works for P and G. Um, so he grew up in Canada and always had this, this mind that maybe we didn't really have super deep roots anywhere, at least me. And I think him as well. Um, so we never felt like, oh my gosh, this is where we belong necessarily. So that, that's there, uh, that's there. Um, but also we just wanted to see the world. We wanted to, to, to have more quality of life. And we kept looking at how much we're spending too in Cincinnati. I mean, we had a good apartment, but first of all, we hate winters. So at least, especially me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But so every time it was winter, I'm like, oh, why am I here? And then once we truly became completely online, it was a constant conversation of like, we can do this anywhere. Uh, one of the reasons why we started on Amazon was for the flexibility of time. And so I could visit my family more often in Brazil too. And then we started visiting them more often and we realized we're doing the same work that we were doing back in Cincinnati. So let's actually travel um, to other places and while we're doing this. Um, so, and, and then there was what Sumner said, like the whole cost of living. We saw that there were places where we could live even better than we were living in Cincinnati in terms of quality standards because of cost yeah, of living for our, and the for our specific, you know, yes. Because obviously, some people, you know, looking at our lifestyle, would be like, oh my gosh, I would hate to do that, which is totally yes. understandable, right? Um, because it depends on, you know, depends on what your goals are and your personal kind of lifestyle choice. But for us, love traveling, love hiking. Um, we're, I guess, a little bit more risk taking. We have no problem going to Bosnia to, you know, Serbia. That doesn't. 
And we want to meet new people too. Like I think right. that's a big deal for us. Like we like seeing different cultures and all that. But yeah. did I forget anything? Any of the reasons why? No, yeah, that's overall for me. Obviously, I've always been very, uh, I guess, kind of more financially focused. So I remember, and I don't know where it kind of struck me, but I remember sitting in our living room in Cincinnati, Ohio. And it was, I think February is the winter. And just thinking like, oh my goodness, like we're paying, you know, what was it? 1200 a month for this apartment. We're paying for this parking space. We're paying for maintenance for our car, pay, still, you know, paying down the rental and all these kind of costs. And we're just thinking, I'm like, man, the Brazilian hay ice or hay owl, which is uh, the Brazilian currency, like their exchange rate is so crazy. I'm like, and it's such a big country. Could we like, we're, everything's online. If we just moved to another location, all of our personal expenses would be lower. Aren't there like, and we could reinvest yeah. that money. Yeah, and re exactly. And reinvest. Too. So for me, so I think, yeah, for you, maybe a little bit more lifestyle. I was definitely much more kind of business or financially focused. Honestly, right. that's that's one of the big reasons. Of course, you know, then maybe living, you know, like a short walk from the beach is a nice like perk. But okay. um, but yeah, it was definitely kind of both those reasons. And we just thought, let's give it a try. Like, why not? We're young and try to stay fairly healthy. So uh, exactly. let's do this. This would be the best time. So, so we what, what year what year was this when you guys made this decision to like hop on? This wasn't like recent. This was like a couple years no, ago, like right? Recent. Uh, <laughs> recent. No, is it this, almost a year ago, right? No, the 2019, 2020. In 2019, yeah. we okay. had the goal, and that falls into a theme of like uh, creating an e-commerce e business to fund the life that we you want. So that mm. became our goal. This is what we want to do, and we were working toward it um for all of 2019 yeah well we started like kind of oh, officially yeah. started living abroad literally we had like an apartment sale we sold all of our neighbor we sold yeah, our we sold all of our cars all of our almost all of our physical possessions now we have like two suitcases of just our you know essentials aside from our digital assets right <laughs> right um and we officially moved mar we when was we it? left I one week before corona became a thing <laughs> yeah, we left and kind of basically got locked into Brazil um, in a good way, just kind of got situated and right. kind of in, it got stuck, which wasn't really a problem for us yes. right before COVID hit. Yes. Um, and then I've kind of been traveling, you know, since then, obviously, cautiously and, and taking precautions where we can. And many countries are shut down. So we're very we're constantly kind of keeping our eye out for, for where to go and, and all that. So does that does that. Um it's almost like a blessing too. Like you got there just in time so that you were able to almost like almost escape for theoretical reasons. So you say like, uh, you know, <laughs> the amazing escape plan, yeah. uh, however you guys did it, that's amazing. And that's good that you've been able to stay healthy, but also travel as well. So what's it like, uh, both revolving. So business wise, if I'm an Amazon seller, what's your first thing to say? Like, are, did you do this also? Because like, say like, Hey, this is something I preach about, but also I'm doing it actively. So it kind of provides almost more of a, like a trust factor. Like, Hey, I'm living, I'm doing the things I'm preaching about. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. For us, like our, in, in our kind of, you know, online brand, you know, like this and mm -hmm. our content on YouTube and, and Facebook group and all that kind of stuff. That's really secondary. First, we basically kind of, you know, we got started in Amazon FBA without, you know, making a long story short, you know, not so, uh, um, untypically we're getting fed up with their traditional kind of jobs. Great. Mm -hmm. All that, but just felt that we were being, our talents were being underutilized that we could be doing, like if we did the same amount of effort and work toward our own business that we could potentially, you know, obviously have a much better lifestyle ultimately. So we came to that kind of thought, did a bunch of research, came across this idea of selling physical products on Amazon, solving pain points, you know, through physical products and the whole sourcing and all of that. 
um, and really appealed to us. Launched our first product. First product right off the bat was for us very, very successful. Um, it was, I think, I, I forget the exact numbers, but I think it, it was definitely making the one product alone was making more than I was making. It was definitely making more than I was making. Yeah. So that's when we kind of decided to like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And like, you know, started launching more products as it changed our life more and more. We're like, this is, how does everyone not know about this? So we, you know, if right. any friends or family are tuning in, you know, we told everybody at first we we're super secretive because we're like, oh my this gosh, might not work. is this going to work? Is this a scam? Of course, because we're very, that's, I mean, that's my mindset. I'm very, very skeptical in, in general. Or like, we'll keep it secret. Once we had success, we're like, okay, let's get a little bit more success. Had our next product, our next product. And had, you know, failures along the way as well and lost money. Ultimately, though, a lot of learning, ultimately successful. And started creating content. Um, so that's kind of like secondarily. But primarily, we're always looking, I mean, to improve our lives. And there's so many ways to improve, whether, you know, emotionally, relationally, financially, and all of that, and realize that for me at least, that that lack of financial independence or lack of financial literacy um, does a lot more harm than people think. Uh, and that's honestly kind of internally one of my big things. Obviously, I know I'm big in kind of the, or we're big in the Amazon FBA space specifically. But overall, mm -hmm. I mean, we you know have achieved some level of financial freedom. Not kind of entirely. We're still working toward many goals that we have for this year and next year. We're still young. We still have plenty to learn. But um, there's a lot that we have learned, and a lot of things that have kind of changed our life. And we can't help but share it. Um, and we're willing to test. That's what we are. We're kind of like test dummies. We go out. Let's see if living abroad, like theoretically on paper, it seems like it could work. But like, oh my gosh, are we just going to get robbed every day? Right? Because America is the right. safest country on earth, and everywhere else is dangerous, and everywhere else is you know, undeveloped and all of that, we're going to put it to the test um, and then report back on, does this work or does it not work? And we do that with Amazon. We do that with living abroad. And that's kind of how, I, I have no idea if that even answered your question, but. No, no, it does. So what, what are, have been the most exciting things? Like I think about the physical assets, like you said, I'm, I'm going around in my suitcase. Do you feel like there's been this like freedom of connection of like physical assets that you just like, I don't need this. I don't need that. And like all of a sudden your life is condensed into a couple of suitcases. I've studied abroad for about like, you know, four months or so. And that's the toughest thing is be, I mean, the easiest thing is to travel because you don't have much with you. You can only take so much with you overseas. But then on top of that, do you, do you miss like the ownership of like physical things like a car or being able to do that? Or, you know, what's kind of that like in terms of that mindset for you guys? Sometimes. I, I mean, it has, like, it's, like we said, it has the benefits and there's the pros and cons for everything. Right. And, um, but for us, the pros definitely outweigh the cons. I will say we, we do have sort of a deadline. Um, like we've talked about settling down more mm -hmm. at the end of 2022. So okay. that makes it, at least for me, more mentally, that makes it um, more motivating to focus on the benefits of this. Uh, obviously, right. sometimes we miss the feeling of like home or having a home base or or travel or having even like, for example, a hair dry. I don't I don't travel with a hair dryer because it's so bulky and I don't always use it. And then right. some places don't have it. So I'm like, oh, I miss that. But it's not a big deal. Like it's not. And that's just a, a silly example. But that can apply to several things like a right. car as well, especially depending on where we are located. Um, but Definitely the benefits, at least me, because we have that deadline, definitely focusing on the benefits and knowing that we'll mo 
definitely going to miss a lot of aspects about this once we do settle down, even though we plan on continue, continue to travel afterwards after we have our home base. But, um, but yeah, I would say that we miss what we miss the most is our cat, <laughs> our cat Lila. Yeah, she's staying with our. So yeah, we kind of adopted this cat before we left. That was just stray, and we took her in. Yeah. Um, and she's and our parents have been amazing and kind of taking her in and taking care of her while yes. we're you know off traveling around, which is very 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 nice of yeah. them to do. That's for certain what we miss the most. Second will be it's, our a, it's a lead up. It's a lead up to children, guys. Let me tell you, you work them <laughs> in with the animal, and then with children, that's how you that's how you get away. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's and that's a big part of the reason. Like now, like not having kids, um, uh, and that's not really in the in the kind of the short term in our view. Right. But later on, that's obviously definitely part of our plan, and right, we'll see kind of what happens. But um, yeah, settling down is ultimately you know something we'll or that idea, I guess, more of settling down is something where we will do. I think at some point, but now just kind of traveling around. Really, just we want to see so many places, and we've realized, especially, I mean. Um, some people know that we were, um, not long ago, just in Turkey and yeah. it was crazy that specific, it, it was obviously a really cool place. I mean, rich with history. We're both Christian right. and the amount of Christian history. There's also obviously a lot of Muslim history and just history in general from the Greeks, the Romans, ancient civilizations. I'm really into that. So that was really cool, beautiful, you know, like the Aegean coast and in Cappadocia and like the hot air balloons and all that, but also just, it was cr crazy that. So number one, being abroad, I read a lot of articles and kind of psychology and things like that because I'm always just curious, is that going to physically different places that you're not used to will kind of fire different neurons or create different pathways in your mind. Um, so that alone, I think, has been going on without us really knowing. But also we've realized like there's a lot of, to be honest, there's a lot of stereotypes negative that we had about Turkey before going. There's one point we never even considered it. We're like, it was one of the few countries that was open. So that's what kind of forced us to do a little bit more right. research yeah. and consider it. Obviously, a really great conversion rate from the U.S. dollar to the Turkish lira. Very, very good conversion rate. Um, so the spending power in dollars is pretty strong there. But man, it was, I mean, some of the kindest, most hospitable people consistently. People super nice to stray animals. Um, just different random things that I'm like... And just as How? beautiful, like we used to really want to go to Greece and we still do. But after going to Turkey, we're like, that, yeah. that was so similar. The coast over yeah. there, yeah. a lot of people don't know that it's that beautiful. The, yeah, Our, the like, it's literally life changing aside from like people think about kind of the, we've also realized, you know, you see a lot of these videos on YouTube that look really pretty and really cool. And then you go and you're like, oh, it's nice. But like, seems yeah. like. That's so color coded. So it's, we've realized. It's like, a filter. <laughs> Exactly. Especially with Instagram, right? Like right. Uh, in some ways it's definitely, I don't know what the word is, less beautiful or less aesthetic, but then in other ways, um, definitely kind of better. And for us overall, it's, it's been better um, in terms of physical, you know, cause I know you mentioned specifically with kind of what it's like giving up physical possessions. Um, at first it was kind of tough. Like do, we were literally watching our stuff go out of our home, like selling it. And the next person pretty cheap on Craigslist and just seeing it go we're like, Oh my gosh. Um, but they felt so good. Yeah. And we, I mean, that's another thing with psychology is that um, in general, uh, experiences tend to bring more utility than um, physical products. Right. Um, you know, when you buy that new car right at the beginning, it's really exciting, really cool and really sexy, but you get used to it pretty quick yeah. and kind of forget about it and lose that. Um, so for us, and we we're big into experiences, not necessarily spending a lot for those experiences. A lot of, like I said, ton of hiking, go to you know a museum or kind of things like that. And for us, again, for us personally, 
Uh, I think the pros outweigh the uh, outweigh the cons, but just like anything, you know, nothing is perfect. So it's living abroad hasn't just been roses and yeah. And right. then for me, I actually do get excited. Like I have a little note uh, notes on my phone where I put down things that I ultimately want to to have because of this experience. Like it's exciting to plan as well. So I think both situations excite me. What a, what's the most surprising thing to both of you, either in a positive or a negative way? In terms to what? To traveling? Something something where you started this journey, you're like, oh, that like that was a pleasant surprise, or you you weren't thinking that that would be a factor, or like have this mental like either uh, either right. burden on you, or also like this kind of like, oh, this is really nice. I didn't think I would actually like enjoy this experience yeah, yeah. or something like that what was most surprising for me there's as you asked this i think it's a great question there's two things that really come to my mind that i share with everyone that i know but um one is kind of on the business side with our kind of amazon fba business or really it's a private label business main sales channels amazon although now we're expanding into multiple marketplaces um that whole experience has been life-changing in of itself and the biggest change was from thinking oh that would be nice into I can do this. And also realizing that there are different, you know, there's the real estate space, there's the crypto space and in, in, in kind of like the stock market, there's drop shipping, there's there's all these different ways and and you know viable ways to build wealth or to generate income or what you know whatever it might be. Um, and realizing that like within each of these spaces, it's not really an if, it's I can do this. Like if I for example, if we want to get into real estate, which we don't, but if we did to, right. to build wealth and all that, we know we would be able to, we'd make mistakes. But we would know that, okay, there's a community that exists. Of, there's the legitimate people in that space. There's the cons in that space. We know kind of what to do in order to kind of find those legitimate people in that space, learn from them, uh, focus on kind of the long-term versus the short-term. So mm -hmm. that kind of mind switch from if to how was that's, and it's not just with business that's gone from like working out. I'm like, okay, it's not if. If I want to, then I can. I'm still working on that. Uh, that's the 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 <laughs> little bit 2021 plan, right? Yeah. <laughs> working out on that. Working out on that. That was number one for me personally. Uh, and then number two is there was one point in my life where I never considered living outside the United States. Like, why would I? Because I grew up thinking, oh my gosh, everyone's trying to get in. It's so hard to get in the United States, which it is difficult to get citizenship. That's not right. a lie. But just everyone's pouring in. Everyone just begs and pleads to get in the United States. Um, and some people do, but a lot of people don't. And I realized if I wasn't born here, I probably wouldn't be dying to get in the United States. It's a great country. But I realized that there's a lot of myths that I believe about other cultures and other countries. Some of them are true. Uh, right. And we realized some evils that exist in the world, including the United States and abroad, that we were never aware of before that it's a whole other conversation. It's probably not appropriate for this podcast. Yeah. Culturally, right. Turkey, there's great things about the culture. There's bad things about the culture. Um, but you realize that like you kind of personality, personality wise and with your lifestyle can mesh or certain countries or places may make more sense to live than just kind of wherever you were born. So for me, again, it, for certain people, the U S is the best country to live for multiple reasons. And it's a phenomenal country. So that's not what I'm, you know, I'm not dissing right. it at all. Um, it's just that there are other opportunities. And for me, that was huge. Like I never thought to live abroad. And now we are, I don't know if my parents are tuning into this. We don't know where we're going to end up. <laughs> this is all we're going to say. I was going to say, yeah, where, where's the home base going to be eventually, but yeah, we'll, we'll leave that for 2022. That's yep. 2022 talk for you guys. Yep. Yeah. But right now, I mean, cause we're obviously it's, it'll come up soon enough. And we've been thinking about that. A lot of factors that go into play 
like including, you know, visas and, and, and residency, citizenship, passports, yeah, taxes. taxes is a big one. Um, but aside yeah. from all that, and even with those included, the top two that are on our list right now are Spain and Brazil, and specifically Florianopolis, Brazil. Yes, and not okay. just anywhere in Brazil, because there's yes. a lot of parts of Brazil we don't definitely don't want to live yeah, in. Yeah, most parts right. I would never live in Brazil. But, but if you're tuning in and you think about traveling Brazil, definitely go to Florianopolis. That is the best place to go. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and once, it's safe. It's developed. Yeah. It's it's comfortable. It's amazing. It's my favorite place in Brazil, for sure. And one side note on that, it was funny how this all worked out. Uh, I don't know if you know Anthony Coffrin. He was a former, um, he was a former Amazon employee. Then he, I believe, co-founded um, Virtuous Graphics, and now he's like a partner or co-founder with um, PicFu. Oh he's yeah, Florianopolis, Brazil, right now. Yeah, uh, which is where oh, we nice. spent six months, um, yes. kind of living um, there, and he's there right now. So there's other fellow, uh, you know, Amazon sellers that we've kind of run into on our travels as well, which is is really cool. I was yeah. gonna say maybe you've ran into Anthony Confrancesco of PicFu. Like he's traveling right now. I don't know if you've ran Isn't into him. Yes. That's him. Maybe he said cough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anthony Confrancesco. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say like, yeah, the last name always catches me, but I, I made that mistake before doing this live. Uh, we did a two part series on that. And uh, right, um, I said, how do you really say your last name? <laughs> Let's get this right. Yeah, exactly. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. He's, I think he's traveling. Where did I see him? Like he's another person to follow on Instagram too. He, he was in Paulo, and now he's in I think. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's where he's at right now because he was stuck in the United States and he couldn't get out because he's originally was living in the Philippines or something like that, and then he was traveling around now. So, oh, interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah. So, Ali, do you have any like? Yeah, what, no, what actually, your, like, what I was going to say just actually definitely agree with what Sumner said, and yeah. but in the way that I put it, completely agreeing with what he said is the reason I love more and more and more our brand that is escape. Because one thing, when we started the, especially with e-commerce, we were thinking, Oh, escape the nine to five, escape the financial, um, Ill illiteracy. I don't know. Did I say that right? Do you know, like the, the, uh, escape the misconceptions that you have, that you have to work every day to get money. Like you, you could actually be sleeping and make money. That That's something that for us now in e-commerce who sell online, it's something like, oh yeah, you know, it doesn't blow our minds. But for so many people and for us before, I mean, growing up and going to college, that is the mentality that you're taught over and over and over is get a job and then you punk, you know, you punctin, functioning, like, you know, like you start working and then you end working. And that's how you make money. Punch in, punch out. Yeah. Punch in. That's, punch yeah. Out, yeah. You punch in, punch yeah. out. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, I you got there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, exactly. No, it's not a problem. What? So, like, I've been to Spain and I, I love Spain. My wife loves Spain. Barcelona is probably one of the best places to go and travel. So, never been to Brazil, but that was definitely on definitely a list that is is continuing to get longer and longer as more I'm stuck at home here in Indiana. But uh, yeah, what what about uh, so? as an e-commerce business, you guys weren't initially in business together, right? It was Sumner, you were starting out, like you did it, you started it and Ali, you kind of joined forces. Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that how that yeah. worked out? Ali a little bit. Ali's great with remembering <laughs> dates and details. I am not, I'm very always future focused. There's only important. one important date, Sumner, or I guess two, the day you guys met and the day you guys got married. Those are only two important you dates. You know when we met? 
I do not. It was in October. <laughs> yes. I remember that. I remember it the was month. In October. Right. I, I remember exactly. that it's like cold or it's hot. I can remember that. So right after your birthday. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> What was the question again? About kind of getting oh. started. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, yeah, what, what was that story like, how you joined forces? Because I know Sumner when I was with Viral Launch and, like, how he kind of started his business and kind of, like, started getting more and more education. And, by the way, I had a comment come through I wanted to share you with you guys. Great course on teach and teacher on Udemy. So yes. shout, out, shout out to one of your students. Um, oh, it's yeah. obviously a place that you guys can educate. Look, we can use a, a testimonial right here in crossover commerce yeah. great course sign up for the udemy course uh right now if you if you want to learn how to uh to sell on amazon and of course lisa good morning to you as well lisa's everywhere she's constantly listening to five different podcasts at once so awesome. lisa's probably on clubhouse listening to us and then probably like doing research in her time at nova land so anyways uh yeah what, what's the story like how you guys join forces as a business right so it started we both went to college. I went for architecture and he went for marketing and business analytics. And during one of his, um, of his, what do you call internships at the, with the university newspaper, he started developing the service for marketing, for sales, um, um, flyers, um, posting flyers for small businesses around campus. And he went like personally to put it. So I think, that's what maybe got him started on entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. but still he kept going on in college and got a full-time job. But as he said, he definitely did not feel like his talents were being utilized and he was miserable with the whole culture of that full-time job being employee kind of thing. And with me, I actually enjoyed my job. I, I, I really liked, I liked my team and all that in general but i like i said i did not like that box that mentality of like why can we do this differently or or maybe it's because i'm from brazil and there are so many holidays in brazil that we actually get like you know we get to relax and forget about work way more often than than americans do um so i i, I at least kept being overwhelmed and we would talk about other other opportunities other things he always had this entrepreneur mindset then he created his own business at that time when he left the 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 internship um to do marketing for small business so he always had that on the side even if small and then we went ran across we were looking at like passive income ideas or what like stream incomes for millionaires something like that and you we probably came across a bunch of crap on youtube then yes oh yeah oh yes. yeah Sorry, yeah, we had a fair share. Yeah, going through that. Yep. No, we're on YouTube, but I know you guys also are, you know, educated on YouTube. But you know, yeah. we've all we've all been through this. Like, what is this stuff? Yeah, it's like the yeah, it's kind of like the first pill. And now that we kind of know, and that's what I kind of say that entering other markets, if we ever wanted to, for example, to to learn more about you know investing in the stock market or crypto or real estate or whatever, um, mm -hmm. we kind of know to look out for that. We know that that exists, that kind of side of the 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 industry, but it doesn't define the industry at all. Yeah. Um, right. So. Yeah, but anyway, so we I, we ran across this and I started watching some videos on YouTube and I sent it to some like, okay, I need Sumner for this. Like Sumner needs, cause he's he's so talented. He's so analytical and creative. He's mind, his mind goes like, doo -doo -doo -doo, and I'm like, just watching it go. Uh, so I was like, I need to get Sumner on this. So I pretty much like say, we have to watch this. Let's buy a course. And he started watching a bunch, me a little bit. He completely quit his job, his full-time job. He still had clients like 
for his business, for marketing for small businesses. And so he started on Amazon first and I kept my job. And then when we realized we were making profit, that it was more than my full-time job, I went part-time and started helping on that. And then eventually I quit and stayed 100% on Amazon. He still had clients. And then in the beginning of 2019, he quit yeah. uh, completely his clients. And then we became fully on Amazon and online. Um, but it was sort it was like the ping pong sort of thing, uh, how we started. <laughs> yeah, and, that works. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> and now we, yeah, and then we started expanding. He's so good, in my opinion, at teaching, not just good, like I know everyone says that, but Sumner, more than anyone, he really cares. And maybe uh, our student here can maybe can verify what I'm saying. He really cares. And that's why like we bought our course for $500 when we started and it was crap. Yeah, And we won't name yeah, we any won't names name or anything it, like that. But it was but... crap. Like we, anyways, like we were like, oh my gosh, we can explain this so much better. There was so much information missing or misinformation. So he started making videos and he's like, I'm just going to make a course, an affordable course. So mm-hmm. our courses on Udemy are like, 15, $20 yeah. um, because we yeah. truly want to help people. And like a lot of people actually buy the course and never watch it. Um, but the ones who really want to, because it's cheap, uh, but the ones who really want to are always like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I, you know, this information change is changing my life. And, and yeah, we, so we started expanding into, you know, we sell on Amazon successful. Let's teach people how to do it. And let's actually live the life that we want uh, because now this is possible and show people how they can do it too. So yeah, that was a long answer, but yeah, anyway. she, she's so watching gotta... real time. Guys, she's watching real time. She said he answered all of my questions. Oh, yeah. Very oh. impressive. Also, if you want to visit China, look at that. You already have a hook. Yes. Wonderful. No, we definitely, we it's definitely, definitely, yep. Definitely on our list um, for <laughs> business reasons and otherwise. Definitely. 100%. Our, Same um, here. My boss, no, my boss in, yeah, my boss in China keeps saying, when are you going to come visit us in China? I go, well, when I'm allowed, to, I guess when I'm allowed to, like when it's okay to, like, I guess, like, <laughs> I don't know when that, it, that looks yeah, like. Let's go grab, I know this great restaurant in Wuhan. Like, let's go. Oh grab, yeah. Let, let me, let me hop on over. Let me drive there. Let me get <laughs> over there. So, but anyways, yeah, I know uh, in terms of traveling, a lot of people are like, obviously China, uh, a lot of people are talking about like sourcing from India and whatnot. So yeah. What, what's like, what's the list of, sorry, if, if there's more to the story, would love to obviously hear it. Like if you guys maybe like, day to day, like, I would love to get on like what you guys do to like conquer divide. Um, but like, in terms of the traveling aspect, is there what's on the list, the short list of things to hit up next, like countries or locations or things to do? Uh, what's on that list for you guys next? Yeah, no, for sure. So one thing, uh, quickly kind of going back that I just wanted to add is, um, so Kevin Leary, Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank, had some really great advice. And it's not new. And, and a lot of people know this. But um, talking about entrepreneurship and, and we knew this as well, but we were a little bit, maybe even jumped the gun a little bit too soon in, in our opinion, kind of looking back um, is a lot of people think entrepreneurship, if someone's listening and interested in getting into e-commerce or just starting some form of online business, that it's like all or nothing. Like I need to, you know, just jump quit in, everything. quit everything and just hope that it works. They're like, no, 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 no. You hustle on the side and you, you know, maybe there's certain nights that you sleep less, you're working weekends, building yeah. up this other, business on the side until it makes sense for you to kind of quit. And we were somewhat at that level. What we would have done differently is we 
I think we had like a couple products up. I forget exactly. Yes. We should have waited a whole year before yeah. we jumped because we would then go through all of the seasons. We realized our super best selling product was a summer and maybe seasonality. Yeah, season product. So exactly. Yeah. yeah so we, we yeah. So we realized, and then obviously there's cash flow issues stressful. with that and things like that in the beginning. Yeah. Would have been stressful anyway, but less stressful. So that just right. one advice. Um, and I think it's wonderful advice, very, very practical, build up your business on the side. And then once it makes sense for you to kind of make that switch. Um, and also of course, especially if you're planning on building a lifestyle business from, or a lifestyle from your e-commerce business, yes. um, you need to be diversified, right? Uh, right? You shouldn't be worried every day. Like, oh, if Amazon shuts down my account, what's gonna happen? Um, Amazon's great, amazing place to start. In my opinion, for e-com personally, I know people will disagree with this, but I think Amazon's the best place to start tapping into the existing marketplace. Very easy to analyze um, demand overall, find opportunities for new products and all that. And then expand, and then expand um, outside from that too. Walmart, eBay, Etsy, your own website, expand internationally, all that good stuff. Um, so that's just kind of one thing I wanted uh, to touch on just because something I, yes. I wish I knew maybe a little bit um, earlier on when we started. Yeah. And Actually, now I forget the question. Sorry. I know you're fine. I, uh, I'm i thinking day like, day yeah, day to day, day, like how are you guys conquering and dividing um, for your business? Yes. For sure. So uh, with me, we've kind of basically what we did, and we talked a little bit with Sharon even uh, about this uh, previously, which I think you kind of saw a little bit of that. But we basically kind of analyzed, our, we're like, okay, once we started getting our business going and realizing all the kind of necessary components as well as some of the ways that would be good to kind of scale up the business, um, mm -hmm. We thought, okay, here's what we need to do and execute on on a you know weekly, daily, monthly basis. Um, here's how much time each task takes. And then also, what are our kind of overall aptitudes? Um, and obviously we have different skill sets. So we tried, we're wearing multiple hats, of course, as any entrepreneur is, but we did the best, especially starting off to, and what we do now, separate those tasks based on our abilities and based on kind of the time to where Ali's not working, you know, like 80 hours a week and I'm working 10 hours a week, you know, hypothetically. Right. Um, kind of balancing out as much as we could. So for me, it's a lot of um, product development uh, and, and kind of strategic, overall kind no, of strategic analysis. planning, copywriting, um, keyword optimization, all paid advertising, um, some kind of inbound marketing as well. And then Ali, you're more. For me, it's more of the logistics, the sourcing and um, the shipping, expanding to new marketplaces, all the technicalities with that. Uh, finances, graphics and um, social media, it, social media presence and all that, even though I haven't been doing a very good job <laughs> lately. But anyways, um, yeah, so we, we separate the departments. You had the tough job in 2020 figuring out logistics. Yeah. I can't imagine. I can't imagine yeah. that. Like, that's what a lot of people are like. Yeah. I like some of when you diversify, it takes so much pressure off. Like right now we have about 34 SKUs, which is a lot less than a lot of Amazon sellers, but we, we a put a lot of thought into our products. Like we really want to make it the best. So it's not just like 34 things drop shipping kind of way. We really put meaning 34 SKUs. So I don't know yeah. how many products and then variations. So right. what's good is that some of them did have more inventory than planned. Some of them, completely yeah. ran out of inventory, but we were able to balance it out a little bit because of the diversification, even within Amazon having different yeah. SKUs. Diversify within kind of your main sales channel platform and then also diversify outside and yes. diversifying, the more you diversify overall, the better. And like you kind of mentioned, uh, our plans, our next plans, 
we have a lot of goals for kind of um, 2021. One big goal for me next is um, outsourcing. That's our big, our big next thing because we're kind of tapped out at this point. Yeah. We, yeah. we enjoy the work that we do and we love it and we do enjoy working. We realized yes. uh, we had a conversation with, or I had a conversation with Neil Hoffman. He's the um, creator of Mensch on a Bench. He was kind of on Shark Tank. It's basically Alpha on a Shelf for the Jewish community is basically how he kind of describes it. Brilliant guy, um, really, really successful product and sells a ton on Amazon. Amazon's, I think, his biggest sales channel and does a lot there. Um, and he was talking to me and he was like, and he lives, he lived not far from where I did when I was in Cincinnati. And he's just like, yeah, um, like I'm working like 10 hours a week right now and I'm miserable. Like I'm, I need to find things to do. Cause we always think like, oh, this life of just sitting on the beach with like a margarita and just all day, that's miserable. Honestly. Yeah. I was gonna say uh, entrepreneurship in general is more like, what can I do next? Like, what can I do next? Yeah. Looking for like things definitely. to do instead of like relaxing more. Yeah. Definitely. So but, definitely kind of a balance. Cause at the other end, right. It's like working a ton. It also sucks, right. When you're only working, yes. you get like very little kind of dopamine release. They're like, okay, yeah. um, I need a little bit more of a balance and we're still kind of finding that balance, but realize that we're, we, you know, we, we, we're not afraid of hard work at all. Never have been. And we enjoy the work that we do, but we're realizing, okay, to, to, to there's a lot of these projects where we're like, man, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. So to do that, we have to free up the time, especially with some of these, you know, honestly, like $8 an hour or or even lower tasks that we're doing. We need to kind of free up that that time. Yes. So, But one I'll, thing that I was going to say too, actually, to complement what he was saying and actually to touch on the theme of today's podcast is that before we separate everything, especially our routine, like you said, like we, since the beginning, and we're constantly revisiting this, we meet and we write down like, what is the life that we want? Seriously, because that is going to determine not only our routine, but the things that we take on and pass on. So we talked about like, okay, we want to work, like he just said, we don't want to work too little or too much. So we've been finding like, oh, maybe 20, 25 hours a week, that would be like the goal, at least which we're at not least, doing right now. But. At least while we're young. <laughs> That's the goal. Um, so that, what do we want to do? We want, we really want to help people. Like I said, like the escape sort of theme, not only escaping the financial side, but also the mentality of thinking that you have to do something a certain way. You have to live in this place because that's where your family is, or you have right. to, you have to have kids. I don't know you, the mentality that you're boxed in. So the escape theme and so on. And then it goes into like the, the little details of our life, what we want, what kind of place we want to live in, what kind of community do we want to be plugged in. And then we divide, we look at the projects that we have. Are those projects taking us to that goal? And I will say even yesterday, we it's not completely done, but we pretty much just passed on an opportunity that could have been huge but that did not align align with our life yeah. goal. Yeah, like maybe on paper, certain opportunities might yes. look good, like revenue wise or even profit or cash flow yes. wise, but they're not in line with your personal goal. So that's yes. And maybe we should have started the whole conversation with yeah. this, but yeah, definitely a, a very, very important first step to kind of of period, just anything that every single human being should do is yes. analyzing based on what you know now. And and we know very, very little in terms of all that could be known. We know almost nothing, but right. based on what we know what kind of what specifically and like getting down to like hours dollar amounts individual names like what is what do i want my life to kind of look like or or what like just and not just like describing in detail kind of your ideal life and like okay what realistically even if you you know based on what you know can find just googling and youtubing can i do to best achieve that 
Um, and this is what uh, Mike Michalowicz mentions, I believe Mike Michalowicz, uh, in his book, Profit First. Or it's, um, mm-hmm. uh, was it Profit First or it might have been Clockwork? Shoot, I forget. But anyway, doesn't matter. He mentioned something that really stuck with me. And that is, as entrepreneurs, many times we get into a you know, there's ups and there's downs. And sometimes, especially in the beginning, when we get into those downs, we will do anything to get out of that hole. And a lot of times you kind of kind of think about it, about like this piece of paper and it's like, we're here and we don't want to be here. So we'll, you know, we'll draw an arrow and basically do something to get out of that hole. But that direction that you go could be the opposite direction of your goal. So kind of always thinking about that, even in tougher times, does this ultimately, you know, bring me more in line with my goal overall? Yeah. Um, And in that too, I've been reading a book that's called The Nomad Capitalist. I don't know if you've heard about it, but it blows your mind too in terms of the possibilities of location independence and all that, because we are digital nomads, but we don't, we, we kind we're kind of like a step up in terms of we're entrepreneurs, digital nomads, because you can be a digital nomad and work for a company and all that, but we are building something. So there's an extra um, for example, tax purposes and all that. So he talks a lot about taxes and how to take over uh, to, um, get, take the advantage, advantage of different places on around earth. Um, that especially with tax purposes, but what I was going to say is that he says, and I love that is exactly a lot of people just run away from something instead of towards something that they want. And yet granted, like a lot of times pain is really good. is a better motivation motivator than uh, I guess a gain or a pleasure, but if you, it's much more important for you to realize what you want to run toward than just from, because you could end up in another place just as bad or worse if you're just running away from yeah. something. And another thing like about e-commerce, someone just asked me yesterday, do you think it's, cause we we're talking about our life, like in our life plan, they said, do you think Amazon FBA is a good way to start? And I said, absolutely. I think, like I said, because uh, it, it breaks that first barrier of thinking that you have to work a minute to get one minute pays of worth. And like some they're saying in terms of e-commerce, the audience is there and all that. But with Amazon FBA, you realize that you can, you don't have to handle inventory. You don't have to touch things. You just have to have your laptop, be the middleman, be strategic and creative. And that opens up your mind in ways that you don't realize. And then you can see the next step and the next step. And then. Yeah. And in the same token, there's, we've had a lot of friends because of course, in the very beginning, when we were like first starting out and everything and, and, and Amazon's really started kind of changing our life or our, our private label business, we start telling our friends and, and we're so willing to just give free info. Like we're just so excited to share this with you. And the number, and understandably, you know, a lot of people are just like, uh, sounds like a scam. Sounds like whatever. Like, yeah. it's, you know, okay, it's fine. I'm like, I'm willing to do this for free. And now, you know, things with these podcasts, with some of the content, getting more subscribers, all that people are like, oh, like people actually listen to you. People actually, I'm like, yeah, like when I said this is changing our life, like, and I'm showing numbers and I'm showing specifics, I'm like, I'm not making this up. And this is not like this, there's real opportunity here. I um, mean, people start asking us about it. Some, I would say, yes, this um, starting a physical products business. We had a friend of ours who's a product designer who's in real estate. I'm like, let's look at the numbers and cash flow and all this kind of thing. You should definitely consider this. And we helped him to launch a product. He's now moving out of real estate, potentially selling his triplex and getting full time into physical products. Yes. Um, and at the same token, uh, we've also told people, nope, uh, in this specific model for, for e-commerce is not for you based on your goals. Nope. 
you will do this, you will not be successful. Yeah. So it's not just, it's not, it, it doesn't just work for everyone and, and, and work for every lifestyle. And that's where every, it's like almost really everything in your life to live a better life, period, whether entrepreneurship or not, or e-commerce or not, is, you know, what do I ultimately want out of life? Um, to the best of your knowledge, and you're going to be wrong about certain things, but um, keep adjusting. Yeah, but having really hard conversation, having the conversations with you know your significant other, uh, if, if you know if, if if that makes sense, and um, yeah. So I think I think that's yeah. No, <clears throat> what are you guys looking to eventually like exit your business, or do you think this is something you just want to be entrepreneurs, stay in e-commerce your whole entire life, or is like exit certain brands, keep building new brands, kind of? do that cyclical nature great no it's a great we're i'm personally kind of torn on this I, I, i'm too a little bit i think Allie's ready to exit honestly not right now because we're still right it, it wouldn't make sense like we're still building up our brand and, right. and it wouldn't make sense but i'm so torn because there's so many things that we really like we really enjoy the work that we do we really right. really do i love copywriting i love strategic i love coming with a new product and crushing competitors better images better copy better, better value proposition um, running traffic, then they don't know how to run the track. Like it's just, I, I love doing a lot of those aspects. I love sharing the information. There's a lot that we really kind of love doing about it. Um, at the same time, uh, we're Christian. We think about what is God's purpose for us on this earth. And mm -hmm. we believe that this has been part of God's plan, you know, for us personally, yeah. but we feel that we we're ready that if we're called to do something else, even something completely undesirable, uh, that we'd be kind of willing to do that. Um, and we, and we should be willing to do that kind of at the drop of a hat, but we, we don't really know what the future holds. We don't know if we'll get more in kind of the digital marketing or the, the sorry, the digital nomad kind of space. Uh, if we'll stick with e-com or kind of what it looks like. But for, but for now, yeah, it definitely doesn't make sense for us to, we, we really enjoy what we do. It's obviously, I mean, it's funding everything. It's funding our life and right. and, and we're yeah. so blessed and God yeah. has blessed us a lot. And so. we, we've, we've gotten more efficient too with the things, even, even as we expand some things become easier when you expand it's it's easier to to manage actually yeah. you might think that it's the opposite but i think he said i'm ready to uh leave because i mean it, the logistics side is tricky yeah. and right. sometimes i get overwhelmed and and you know like the way we take our business it's not just make money fast or whatever like we truly want to build a business and a brand and have quality products have have good customer support, everything. We want to, we want to do everything. So we want to do things with excellence. Yeah, for sure. yeah if, our, if our face is on it, like ever, yeah. this is since like high school, if I was doing a project, yeah, yes. it's going to be, you know, we're, we're going to try to execute the best that we can. And yes. we take a lot of pride then into our branded kind of sad the thought about selling it. But like I said, at this yeah. point, it's going great for us. We don't really have any plans, but I, I'm sure at some point we will, I think we would exit at least with our brand. Um, with our physical product physical brand, product. yeah, but we'll, we might. But we definitely want to have a bit. We definitely going to be entrepreneurs, and okay. yeah. and I don't know if it's going to be digital products or or you know teaching you know, other platforms. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the thing is I see a lot of people, especially on the show, or I hear them on YouTube or whatnot. They exit, then it's like a year later, and like I'm going to do that again. <laughs> And they're yep. like, I'm crazy to think about this, but I'm going to do it all over again. And I well, that's what I, I kind of hear that from you guys. You know, the entire, I, I totally understand that, especially when at that point, I'm assuming, you know, you have a pretty substantial amount of capital that you can kind of reinvest. Yeah. You know, you every nest day and just so, do it. <laughs> so I, to, I could totally see that make sense. And, and there is that kind of, I, I don't know if other entrepreneurs feel this way as well, especially oh, those gosh. that are kind of a little bit further down the road than, than, than we are right now, who've sold maybe multiple brands and all built and sold. But, um, 
Oh shoot! Now the totally rush. Not. There's a rush. Is that what you're gonna say? Well, there's that, and also kind of the starting from scratch thing. Like, again, we we try to execute as best as we can with yes. with all of our brands. Um, you know, social media on Amazon with our campaigns and and all of that. Um, but kind of like starting fresh from complete scratch. Just that idea. I'm just like, oh, that just sounds kind of nice. But Maybe think, if we would do it, it'd be you know a little bit more efficient, and better. Yes. And, but yeah. Well, yeah. So wait, but now I want to actually answer your question about the next places we want to go because that yeah. excites me. Yeah, so we have a little list and we're like, okay, we'll set, we're going to be happy settling down after we hit these places. Um, if we cannot travel ever again, at least we're going to be happy traveling. Yeah, and, these, these and these could be some good then um, options as well or ideas of certain Amazon sellers. And by the way, um, this guy that we follow, especially you, the, he's known as like the nomad capitalist. Oh, yeah. All about digital nomads and, and kind of like, you know, international arbitrage, you know, earning in pounds or dollars yes. or a strong currency and spending in a weaker currency. Um, one of his, so he has this kind of service side of his business. One of his biggest clients for consulting are Amazon sellers. So yeah. that's actually something interesting as well. Yes. So, you know, it's, we're doing it, but we, there, we know that there are many other um, Amazon sellers or just kind of e-commerce sellers in general that are doing something similar. Yeah. Seriously, look up his book, Nomad Capitalist. And he has a YouTube channel too. I like devoured all of his YouTube videos. Really eye-opening. Yeah. Especially with this traveling thing. So um, exactly. We, there are a lot of places we would love to visit, but just like with one thing we forgot to say, sorry, before we say that is that with our goals, a lot of things that we look at is the amount of time that something's going to take because of our, the lifestyle that we want. The amount of time something's going to take before the return, obviously the size of the return and the type of maintenance afterwards, because we want it obviously as passive as possible with time, especially. So, um, so with that too, we also look at, yo, that's right. He shared the, the link. So we also look at places that we, we get the most for our money. To not only for so we can have a better lifestyle, earning the same thing, but also so we can reinvest more in our business. So it's not just out of wanting luxury, which I don't actually think we seek luxury most of the time. But um, so, for example, we would love to go to New Zealand. But New Zealand's so expensive, and there are other places that, in my opinion, are just as exciting that do not cost as much. So in the Americas. The biggest place we want to visit next, because we've been to Costa Rica, Mexico, and Brazil. And the biggest place we want to visit next is Peru. Definitely. Nice. That's like the, yeah. the top, the top one um, in the Americas. Is there anything else that no, we Peru, Mauritius? That's in Africa. Yeah. So Mauritius in Africa, the island, and then in Europe, you know. Croatia, uh, Bosnia, Slovenia. Um, of Portugal, course, Spain. Italy, Spain, Portugal. Um, Which we've been, but we want to go back. Singapore, right. we'd like to go to China, Japan. So some of them, not some of them, yeah. typical. Some of them, not as typical. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, those are definitely more Eastern Europe. Well. Yeah, more Eastern Europe, which is her is just as beautiful. Like you yeah. said, Turkey that you yeah. guys have been in. Peru. Uh, if you know Daniela of Mindful Goods, she's actually living in Peru, so you should reach out to her. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it might be our next destination depending on how things kind of work out with COVID, up, yeah. but. Yeah, for sure. She, yeah, she moved from Chicago. Like she was doing like some like winters in Peru and summers in yes. Chicago, which makes sense. Duh. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but she's not full time in Peru. So yeah, you should no. reach out to her. Oh, mindful sure. Goods. She's doing copywriting. I mean, if you know Mindful Goods, yeah, she does. Yeah, copywriting, yeah. SEO, Amazon. She's doing uh, the Brand by Woman event too. So yeah, I did not um, know that she was in Peru. That's awesome. Yeah, for we'll sure. Yeah. 
definitely reach out. Tell her I, I, I got right. I said she was in uh, Dominican Republic. So, I, I mean, I, close it, enough, it's right. Well, not close enough. That, that's kidding. insulting. <laughs> yeah, that was going to say that's not even close. Like, no, it's, it's insulting to think that. But uh, <laughs> trying to keep where everyone is in the Amazon world straight. It, like I said, it's a mind boggle. Uh, really quick question before we have to hop off for you guys. Uh, we had someone from LinkedIn, actually, Rajesh Gupta, asked, what is the investment required to start an Amazon FBA? And I will prerequisite this. It depends on your product and yeah. depends on like where you're going to sell. So with that caveat, yep. do you guys have a suggestion? For sure, 100%. And this is something that we get asked this all the time. Oh, so okay. uh, number one, uh, choose your model. So certain models will... So anything that you want to do will cost time and money. Certain things will require a lot more time and a lot less money. For example, you want to start a YouTube channel? Go start a YouTube channel. It'll take you a while to start getting subscribers and all that, likely. Um, doesn't cost hardly any money, just some equipment. Where in other cases, uh, more capital is needed, maybe a little bit less time. And sometimes a lot of capital and time. So there's that. There's those two things that are unavoidable that everyone wants to avoid. You can't avoid them. So for example, um, if you have a low budget, you know, maybe drop shipping, print on demand type products um, would be more of your route. Um, otherwise, for kind of what we do with, um, you know, Amazon FBA, physical products that we sell on Amazon, not drop shipping on Amazon FBA or anything like that, but actual creating our own brand of products, um, buying in bulk and selling those on Amazon, making profit, reinvesting that profit and all of that. Um, it completely depends on your product. It will cost thousands of dollars. You cannot get started with hundreds of dollars for that specific model in almost probably every case. Uh, there are ways, though, if you have a lower budget, because that's what People ask this question because they, they don't feel they have a, a large budget or they don't want to get started because for, for more, a side hustle. Yeah, exactly. More, more capital, more risk. Totally understand that. Um, don't go after all these ridiculously competitive um, products. The higher the competition and the higher generally the search volume on Google, on Amazon, um, the more you know competitors there will be and the more difficult it will be if you're new to marketing, new to e-commerce. And the more capital to get more products, if it sells better, you're going to need to order more products. Yeah. So focus on my overall, and we can go into a lot more detail. I have video, we have videos about this, of course. Um, but identify specifically less competitive products. They may not generate as much, you know, revenue or or as much profit, you know, in terms of dollar amount per month. But really great to kind of learn the ropes, especially with just Amazon FBA and kind of getting started. Um, and you can potentially get started. There's certain products I think we invest like three, three or four k. The lowest we did was thirty five hundred. And we do some of the work ourselves as we well. Do, so maybe yeah. around 4K, but usually for us, Five again. Five to seven. I mean, least, it depends. Yeah. It depends how much you buy because yeah. you could buy less and go yeah. a lot slower yeah. um, if you don't want to run out of stock and all so that. So like around, it can be done for 5 to 10K. There are many yeah, sellers. Definitely. I know there's other sellers that have been here that have invested far above that uh, for multiple SKUs and, and, and all of that. Of course, those that have more knowledge uh, of the industry and kind of done it before, but low competition products, um, with, you know, a few to maybe several yeah. thousand dollars, but, and if that's what you're like, Hey, that's not for me. All right. Then if that's your mindset, keep in mind, then you're going to spend a lot of time in something else. You can't escape that. It's either time, yeah. a lot of time yeah. or a lot of money yeah. or. And also both. at least the way we do our business and that we teach is that we don't chip in out. We don't go for the expensive. We always do our research, but if this is truly an investment, don't do, don't just do any product photography. Oh, let me just put it up there and see if it works. Yeah, that's that's so many people go about yeah. it with that yeah, Pete, in mind. Yep, yeah, a couple quick, and I know we're already over the time. But I mean, two, you're fine. Go ahead. I know there's certain sellers listening that probably uh, definitely need to hear this, and I wish I heard this. 
But um, number one is, oh yeah, I'm going to give Amazon FBA a try. try yeah. if, you, if that's your mindset that you're going to give it a try, you're going to fail. If that's your mindset, of, I'm going to try it out. No, it's I'm going to make this work to the best of my ability. I'm going to put my best foot forward is what I'm saying. You're still trying, right? You're still, there's no, there's still risk involved, but it's the mindset of, oh, I'm going to give it a try. Like I have people message me all the time. Some I, I tried drop shipping. I tried, you know, investing in stocks. I tried Amazon FBA and they all failed. I'm like, that's because you're just trying and you're probably also listening to bad information. Um, that's number one. I forget what number two is, but that was that was the most. Um, the, the chipping out, maybe that's what you're going to say. Because, yeah, a lot oh, of people yeah. just with the images, especially or just like, oh, let me see if I get any traction and then yes. I'll actually do something. And that is that is a completely different product. If you just try it and do like don't actually improve the product or use whatever. Yeah, me too product image. with like images from your supplier and cr absolute crap copy and all of that. And then, oh no, why is my, you know, I'm spending all this money on launch. And or no, like, oh, Amazon FBA didn't I'm work. I'm falling off the first page. Oh my gosh, you got negative reviews. Oh my, it's like, yeah. you got to use common sense with it. It's not magic. Yeah. It's it's a common lot of common sense. sense and people treat it like it's magic. So don't treat it like it's magic. Um, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good shortened way to say like, you're investing either time or money. And even me personally, like I've, I've built an e-commerce brand with other people's products, but me personally, it's like selling on Amazon. Again, it is either time or it's money. And it's when are you going to jump into which one? How are you going to, what do you, what's that roadmap? And I think that's what you guys painted beautifully here on the show. I'd love to talk more with you guys, but I know you guys have things to do. I have to hop on with a PR company here. Here, I'm already late for them. Uh, but I, no, 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 this is more important. Uh, I want to thank you guys for hopping on uh, this podcast and sharing your information. Uh, I know we put your YouTube channel, Sumner, on uh, the show notes, but what's the best way if people have questions? learn more from you guys. What's the best way to reach out? Yep. No, for sure. So you can find us on most, um, on, you know, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok as well. We have some content there. Um, you just type in Sumner Hobart. We're actually currently working on branding and rebranding. Again, this is kind of a side thing for us. Our main thing is our, you know, actual business actual and the sharing of that information is kind of has been for a while our side business. So we, we've, we've not put as much kind of effort into that, uh, branding wise and everything. So you can just find us Sumner Hobart, um, on all those platforms and plenty of free content that's actually valuable. Actually, we're very tactical. We don't talk about high level, you know, general stuff. We get really specific on here's how you make a shipping plan. Here's how to set up profitable Amazon PPC campaigns. Here's how to do product research for low competition products, all of that. Yeah. So, and for our travels, we have the Hobart's Abroad. Yep. Instagram yeah. So, yeah, our last name, share. Hobart, it's Hobart's Abroad. Uh, if you guys want to follow, uh, see some of our videography and stuff like that. So, uh, in case you're interested, but. Yeah. And thanks Absolutely. to all, all the people that are, yes. I see the, the comments and comments. Yeah. Great info. Yeah. Again, on LinkedIn, again, if you're watching this or listening to this later, go ahead and check them out on social media. Again, all of them are in the show notes, but Sumner and Ali, thank you so much. You guys have been fantastic. I like, oh, I like, I love this comment. Yes. More than happy to have you guys come on. Let me know. Uh, again, we'll be more in touch uh, about other things and I want, I can't wait to see you guys grow and travel more and, you know, keep living, keep living that dream. And I'm glad you guys are being finding success in what you guys are doing. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having us on. This has been a real blast and we're really blessed for sure. Yes. You know, we'll have to meet up again in person whenever that is. When yes. the world is like uh, either in Cincinnati or, you know, maybe in China, who knows, like in 2022, like, <laughs> exactly. uh, like one of the comments said. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for hopping on, guys. We appreciate the time. So uh, for uh, again, that was Summer and Ali Hobart, guys. Thanks for joining again on Crossover Commerce. This has been a blast again episode 
uh, 65 of the show. We go live about four to five times per week. So if you guys have questions or want to see certain people, go ahead and reach out to me or comment below. Tell us what you think again on the social media, um, comment section, go ahead and share this later. If you didn't catch the whole episode again, great content from summer and Allie today, um, about funding your life through e-commerce businesses. I'm Ryan Kramer. Again, we'll be off tomorrow, but on Friday, I'm really excited to, uh, bring on another Cincinnati. And actually, um, we're going to be talking with Michael Mayer of, uh, uh, just his business and what he's doing and how retail fits in the e-commerce space. So definitely tune in live then. Um, it'll be 11 a.m. Eastern again, as well as it was today. I'm Ryan Kramer of this show, Crossover Commerce. Thanks for joining us again live on this channel. Um, go ahead and tell us what you think, or if you have comments or questions, definitely reach out to us. We'll catch you guys next time on the show. Be safe, everyone.